Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel. And today is Tuesday, February 9th. On Sunday was fucking Super Bowl Sunday, as I'm sure everyone knows. Um, I got some takes on the Super Bowl I got to share. Uh, I think it was, I think last year I did... A whole thing about Super Bowl commercials. <clears throat> um, so I don't need to do all that again. But just as a reminder, there's nothing more skull numbing than a person telling you about how about. Either either how much they like... This is the second worst thing. This is the second most skull-numbing thing. When someone tells you how much they like Super Bowl commercials or get excited about the Super Bowl because of the commercials, that's the second most skull-numbing thing. The first most skull-numbing thing is when someone tells you a Super Bowl commercial. They don't send you send it to you. If, if they if you send it to me, that's fine. I just don't watch it. And then the it, and then the whole conversation dies right there. But if you're either on the phone with someone or on on a Zoom, fuck. I was on a Zoom with somebody the other day, and they were telling me because they know I love fucking John Travolta. Step off if you don't like John Travolta. First of all, but I'll get to John Travolta later. But to somebody who knows I love John Travolta, they're telling me about this fucking, I don't even know, some like Furbo commercial or some lawn commercial. I don't fucking know. It was a commercial for a thing trying to sell me a thing I don't want. And the, and, and, and the, the, the woman was like, yeah, and he was like, you know, he's like, he's dancing and he's funny. And, and then the, there's another guy there from this other TV show. And Martha Stewart's in it. And I'm like, fucking, first of all, first of all, of course, Martha Stewart is in it. And John Travolta's in it. And some guy from The Office is in it or something. And of course, John Travolta's dancing in it. You know what else? Of course, of course, it wasn't fucking funny. They're always trying to be so funny too. But that that it the worst thing, the worst thing is that when someone is telling you about a commercial that was so great and so funny. Someone else was like, oh, did you see the uh, the Wayne's World commercial with Wayne with Wayne and Garth and Cardi B. Fucking, of course there was one with Wayne and Garth and Cardi B. Cardi B for sure doesn't know who the fuck Wayne and Garth are. She's too young. But she's just like, oh, you're, they're going to pay me $5 million to sell fucking Doritos or whatever it is? Oh, that was the fucking one. Oh, why are they always... Uh, ah, they're always pairing people together because they think it's funny. Like they had that one with Shaggy and Ashton Kutcher. They even called my aunt camera. It wasn't me. Come me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I mean, the most upbeat song about cheating, you know? Just listing all the ways you're fucking around behind your, your woman's back. And then just interjecting. It wasn't me. So shitty, that song. Anyway, they made that a funny commercial that actually was for fucking Doritos, I think, or Cheetos, some fucking thing. But they're always pairing shit like they think it's cute. Like they'll pair fucking uh, uh, Martha Stewart and Snoop or Shaggy 
and Ashton Mila Kuner, Kunis Kucher. Mila Kunis Kucher. And uh, Mike Myers and Cardi B. That shit isn't, it's not funny. Commercial, here's the thing. When every commercial decided it was going to be funny, that's when it became a problem. Because, like, you're watching a football game, you don't want to, you're not going to laugh fucking six times at six different things. And the worst is when you are watching the Super Bowl with people. Obviously, this year was all fucked up because nobody watched it together. I mean, I know people did. But when everyone's like, when the commercials come on, shut the fuck up. I'm no fucking hippie. I'm no fucking socialist. But shut the fuck up, you fucking unrelenting capitalist fuck. I feel like people don't understand that about the commercials, too, during the Super Bowl. The whole cultural freakout about Super Bowl commercials, all it the fuck is, all it the fuck is, is some fucking shitty company trying to sell you something. Over and 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 over. Every single commercial. That's what every single commercial is. I fucking follow a bunch of people on Twitter. I saw so many of like a who would call themselves socialists just like obsessing over all the fucking Super Bowl commercials. Hey, what are you? You can't be that. You can't be all of those things at once. It wasn't me. You can't do that. You can't be a fucking true blue socialist and love Super Bowl commercials. You got something wrong upstairs. If you don't see how that shit doesn't go together. I said I wasn't going to do the whole fucking Super Bowl commercial thing, but it's something, it's one of those cultural things that drives me absolutely fucking nuts. It's maximally confusing. What the fuck? What the fuck? They're commercials. They're just commercials. You don't go, shh, 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 when the commercials are on, you start talking when the fucking commercials are on. Anyway. 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 Now that I brought up Shaggy, I have no choice. Because this is a thing we gotta fucking talk about a little bit. The song they used in that fucking shitty fuck Doritos commercial is an iconic, famous song by the one and only Shaggy. And it goes a little something like this. Yo, man. Yo. What do you want, man? Wow, so... They're being so shitty. I can't believe how shitty these guys are being. Just so upbeat about the worst shit ever. Also, that's not going to work. Rude. Fucking rude. Okay, I'm going to stop there. The First of all, you guys are being way too cavalier and chill about what the convers- the topic of the conversation warrants something a little bit more solemn a little more serious of a tone you guys are being so fucking chill and upbeat about cheating on your fucking partner who you call your honey with your fucking next door neighbor and the only, the only mistake that you allow for, the only mistake that you're willing to acknowledge is that you fucking forgot that you gave her, your honey, an extra key. I, I'm just going to go back and list the other things that you could have expressed a fucking shred of remorse for. 
maybe uh maybe just right away the fact that you were fucking the girl next door behind her back that's one thing that you should also not be able to believe that you did in addition to forgetting that you gave your honey a key but just to keep going in fact i would say that that's a much greater offense than the fucking key thing so we're off to right at the gate we got problems And also, he voices some con- some concern about how I don't know how I let this happen. I do. I do know how you let this happen. Came in. Honey came in. She caught you red-handed. Creeping with the girl next door. Picture this. You're too happy about it. You're painting a picture. Uh, people who say... Pi- the only, pe- only people who aren't sorry say picture this. You, do you know what I mean? Okay, so picture this. And they really set the scene. Nobody that does that feels bad. This guy has no remorse over cheating on his honey with the fucking girl next door. This is interesting, okay? I have a theory about this. I just, I'm just remembering my theory. I think some songs, they become hits. Uh, and even when people know all the words to them. They still, there's something about the song that is either so catchy or whatever. I mean, this song's super catchy. That even, even if the lyrics are known and processed, people don't really think about the lyrics. But that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to think about these lyrics. Because this cavalier attitude towards being real shitty and sort of uh, 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 just a fucking liar head to toe. It's too celebratory. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, we're going to pick up from... He, he, he finally expresses some kind of fucking regret. But it's only about the fact that he gave his honey a fucking key and forgot. He's kicking himself only for the fact that he forgot that he gave his honey a key. This guy's fucking rude. I'm um, unfortunately I think we all have an excuse for not knowing what he says here because I don't shitty I heard that okay see there we go see there we go never admit to a word that she say I heard that and guess what Shaggy you're shitty and you're not your tone isn't fucking acknowledging that enough it seems to me like you're kind of glorifying you fucked around and you got and and, oh well you got caught and i'm gonna shrug and but we're two bros and we're just gonna sing about it and laugh about it and i get this fucking happy song going that's what the fucking song is Okay, that's the other thing. I'm going to stop it again. She saw you. She caught you on the counter. You say it wasn't me. I'm sorry, fucking Shaggy and whoever the other guy is, Ricardo something. That's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? And what do we got next? Saw me banging on the sofa. Shaggy suggests saying it wasn't me. Also won't work. I even had her in the shower. I guess, I don't know if she saw you doing that, but you're still lying. You're still saying it wasn't me. Okay, she even caught me on camera. You're fucked. Doesn't matter. Alright, yeah, see, this this is the thing. This, this she saw you. She has you on camera. You're admitting that in the song. Shaggy, that's bad advice. The song is shit top to bottom. Not only is it sort of like celebrating this shit, this just central shittiness. Every single moment of the song is just like, I fucked someone else and it was cool. 
I'm not really that sorry. The whole song is, is just kind of shrugging off the shittiest shit ever. But also, it's giving you bad advice. You can't, when someone's looking at you, do something. Here's one excuse that won't work. It wasn't me. Shaggy, if that fucking excuse worked, honestly, the world would be such a different place. So many, so many, an astounding, a staggering amount of people would, who are currently in jail would not be in jail. The only people who are in jail are, are the people who are like fucking Ed Kemper. Who's like, I fucking killed my mom. And I fucking killed my grandma. And I fucking killed my grandfather. And also, I killed all these other people. And, and, and you heard me. I did it. And please put me in jail. Basically, in Shaggy's world, only fucking Ed Kemper would go to jail. Only fucking people who turn themselves in and are like, I did it. I'm a menace to society. Put me in jail. I would imagine that's like point zero 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 one of the population of, of, of jails. So in Shaggy's world, you could just go around robbing people, shooting people in the head, philandering, whatever. Blue collar crimes, violent crimes. And then when you fucking get arrested or you go to court, whatever, it wasn't me. And then you're off. You're done. That's Shaggy's world. That's the world Shaggy wants. So rude. Picture this. I can't get over that. To keep her from what she was about to see. Why should she believe me when I told her it wasn't me? There we go. The first fucking thing, this whole song, that was reasonable. The whole fucking... Wow, I haven't... First of all, I haven't heard the song in so long. Is it? Does it, like, go to a place where he recognizes his faults? Because then, then everything I've been saying is just turned on its head and, and sort of null. Does he end up being like... I'm a piece of shit. Forgive me, everyone. Forgive me, world. Forgive me, mother and father. Forgive me, honey. I don't think so. But the first reasonable thing he says in the song is, why should she believe me when I told her it wasn't me? You know why that's a good question? Because of what I just went over. Because she fucking saw you do all of those things. And even in cases where she didn't hear you or see you, she did hear you. She heard you screaming, like you said before. She stayed there until the whole thing was over, according to you. So yeah, yeah, man. What you fucking you know what? That's my question for you, Ricardo Ducent. That's his name, by the way. Ricardo Ducent. That is my question for you, Ricardo. Why should she believe you? When you tell her it wasn't you. Why why would she ever do that? Or maybe that's my question for Shaggy. But Ricardo's doubting it. Ricardo, let's see if Ricardo comes to his senses. Because Shaggy's just pushing it. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And Ricardo's like, now, at first he was like, man, I don't know what to do. And then Shaggy's like, it wasn't, it wasn't me. Just say that. And Ricardo's like, ah. Uh. <clears throat> and he's listening. He's like, okay, okay. And, and until now, he's like, why the fuck would she ever believe that? So let's see where this goes. I, let me just say, just put a pin in this. But I want to. I want to note. I'm gonna. I would bet money on the fact that this doesn't end in remorse. Let's go. Don't know what. Don't know what he's saying. I wish I did. 
Exactly. 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 Marks on your shoulder. Physical evidence. Even after she saw you. It's not going to, um... This is not going to end happy. I'll tell you that right now. There he is again, with his only regret. The extra key thing. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait! There we go! He fucking came full circle. Fuck yeah, Ricardo. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, Ricardo. Dude, the song is about Ricardo being like, fuck you, Shaggy. I didn't... You see, that's my fucking point. Some songs we don't even actually really listen to. We're just like... It wasn't me. You know what I mean? And you're like, you know kind of it's about sex. And it's upbeat. You think it's like just about something fun. You really listen. It's fucking fucked up. He fucked his fucking next door neighbor on his bathroom floor on camera. And his fucking honey saw it. And she has fucking marks on him. He's just he's like torturing his honey. And his fucking asshole friend is suggesting to say it wasn't him. Dude, honestly, the only person who has the right, who even has the right to give that advice is Donald Trump because he gives, he does that and it works for him, which is the most unfortunate thing ever, but it works for him. Fucking didn't even realize this was going to tie in to today, the fucking impeachment trial, the fucking shit that happened at the Capitol on January 6th that he fucking incited his whole fucking defense now is, oh, well, let me fucking fuck. This song was written by Donald fucking Trump, and we just fucking figured that out. Period. End of fucking story. This is a shaggy song, but it is a disguise that is a front. This is Donald Trump subliminally speaking his shitty fucking backwards-ass truth to us. Fucking, it wasn't me. Dude, we all fucking saw you. Your honey fucking saw you. You admitted it. But see, Ricardo's cool. I mean, whatever. I wouldn't say cool. But the end of the song gives you a different perspective. Gives, I should say me. Maybe you, maybe I'm fucking wrong and you knew every fucking lyric. Or not only just knew them. Because I think I knew the lyrics too. I realized, not the shaggy part, because I don't really know what he's saying. But the other, the Ricardo part, I actually did remember the lyrics. And I didn't know, I still didn't know what the song was about. That's what I'm saying. There are these songs that become big and you even know the lyrics, but in like a rote, unthinking way. And then sometimes if you really stop and listen to the fucking song, you realize how fucked up it is. However, as that was happening this time, as, as I said, basically everything I fucking said about Ricardo was null. He comes around at the end. I owe Ricardo an apology. It wasn't me. The fucking, the Donald Trump song. It wasn't me as bad advice. I The only thing missing from that song really is Shaggy also being like, yeah, I know, that was shitty advice. That's the only thing that, that's a good, that's a good, uh, at the, in the end, it, it, we realized that the song was sort of, He's ends up seek, Ricardo ends up seeking redemption, but Shaggy didn't give a fuck. He's not even heard from. He doesn't even uh, 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 give his two cents on Ricardo's fucking feelings at the end. He's just already with another friend. Here's what he's doing. He's already with another friend being like, say a walls on you. Or he's just fucking doing it, you know? Doing that, it wasn't, he's practicing, it wasn't me out in the world.
Anyway, I got I got legit fucking worked up just now. I'm always hot when I record. I'm so fucking hot right now. Uh, before I take a break though and cool down, I mentioned John Travolta earlier. I said I was going to get back to him again later. And I talked about Denzel on last week's episode. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about John Travolta though, because I mentioned last week about how there's like a kind of aging male actor or just maybe aging actor. I think female actors too experience this to a degree. Um, but I'm, I guess, not I guess, there's a trend, I guess you could say, of, of formerly enormous mo- like movie stars, must-see movie stars, do movies now that are astonishingly shitty. And it seems like they're just paydays, whereas in Nicolas Cage's case, it obviously is. Like I said, there's, there can be a movie that came out like a year ago starring Nicolas Cage and your favorite actor ever. And it, you'll never have heard of it. It was sometimes it's like they're trying to hide the movie from you. It's like they're 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 doing the opposite. It seems like they'd be doing the opposite because ostensibly, I'm 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 I'm, mo- I'm speeding ahead a little bit too much here, but I'll end up coming back like a fucking Tarantino thing. Ostensibly, if a fucking John Travolta movie exists, one of the only people in the world. That needs to know about it is me. Same same is true of Nicolas Cage. One of the only people who is guaranteed to see it, no matter how fucking terrible it looks, is me. Now, the truth, the, the same is true about Denzel. But as I was saying last week, Denzel, the, the kind of shitty movies Denzel does are, even though the even though the little things is such an epic piece of shit. That there's that's still like a prestige project, especially in comparison to the fucking horseshit John Travolta and Nicolas Cage do. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, these movies exist uh, where where it's just like John Travolta did like four movies in 2019. John Travolta is one of the biggest fucking movie stars ever okay and he's still alive still healthy and still making tons of movies he made four fucking movies in 2019 let me read them to you i'm john travolta's number one motherfucking fan okay and anybody who's like but he's so bad now what do you want me to say what do you want me to say? He's good? You're not going to th- agree. Whether he's good or not, whether he's fucking Daniel Day-Lewis or not, he's w- so entertaining. Even when he's abysmal, it's like, holy fucking shit. And I'd rather see someone make me say, holy fucking shit, than bore me, okay? John Travolta ain't never going to fucking bore me. Even when he does these movies. Okay, this is his fucking... Actually, you know what? Let me start in 2018. He did Gotti and Speed Kills. What the fuck is Speed Kills? Do you know what I mean? Gotti is about John Gotti, a movie nobody saw. A movie that a guy from Entour- in the show Entourage directed. K. An Irish guy. And a famous Irish guy actor directed the movie about John Gotti starring John Travolta. Oh, what? Okay. And then Speed Kills. Oh, what is that? But then 2019 is where it gets just fucking absolutely bonkers. In order, Trading Paint, The Poison Rose, Pitbull, Three to Tango. What the fuck is that? And then The Fanatic. Now, I've seen The Poison Rose and I've seen The Fanatic. F. They are F. They get their grade is F. If you want to know the truth, but I love them both. I don't know how to explain that better than that. That's just they're both true. It's not mutually exclusive. You can be both. It's an they're F movies, 
but I love them and I would watch them again right fucking now. <clears throat> but what are these movies? John, what are you doing? I'm just looking at more. Got it. There's a few. I, I don't even know what these fucking... I am wrath. What the fuck is that? Life on the line. What the fuck is that? If I don't know what a John Tra- what fucking John Travolta movie is, nobody knows. It's like they try to make sure even the most ardent fans of the people in the movie will never fucking hear about it. Which couldn't be more backwards, but I guess that's what's up. All right, it's 3,000 degrees. I'm going to take a break and got some more shit on the other side in a minute. Okay, don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I'm back. And I want to talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl, actually, because <clears throat> for everybody who doesn't follow, I feel like beyond just the commercials, people have a thing about the Super Bowl. Now I see a lot where people are like, oh, what's happening today on the sports ball? What's the sports ball happenings today? Superb boink sonker day, right? What is that, today? People just being like, I don't like football, so I don't know what day it is or what it anything is anymore. That's like the joke that everyone does. I, it's fine. Not to, I don't like football either. I actually don't. But I don't hate that it is in existence. People fucking love it. Some people I really like love it. Like, fucking whatever so that's one the other the other thing besides the commercials is the people like to fucking have big ass opinions about tom brady i think the the one is like oh he's maga i I guess he's like friends with trump or something i don't know <clears throat> or had a ha- yeah he had a maga hat in his locker and he's like plays golf with trump that's what it is something like that something fucking whatever um but i've noticed since the buccaneers won since tom brady's now he's on the buccaneers and they won he won all those super bowls with the patriots now he won one with the buccaneers proving himself as people like to say the goat as they say as sports fans say greatest of all time um, he has now, he has now seven rings and he's 43. And I see a lot of right wing Twitter be like, that's what a true Patriot does. Cause he's MAGA, you know, people are like, now that is a winner. Another winner, just like the man who created MAGA, Donald Trump. First of all, Donald Trump is a fucking l- loser. Has anyone lost more things in, in recent memory? than Donald Trump. He lost an election. He famously lost like 70 lawsuits out of 70 or whatever it is. He he actually cannot stop losing. So don't make it a political thing. He's a fucking great quarterback. That says nothing about fucking anything. He was born with a skill set. 
born with the brain he has, born with the body he has, born in the moment he was born. That's why he won seven fucking Super Bowls. Not because he supports Donald Trump, you fucking idiot. But also, the people who are like, but he supports Donald Trump. That's not the kind of role model I want for my child. And therefore, that's like some criticism. I mean, your fucking child shouldn't have a role model who's a football player anyway. But if you want him to be a role model, he doesn't have to fucking put his socks on the way that you approve of. You don't gotta, you don't gotta just keep expanding it to, to look for shit that sucks. Is it annoying that it, when an athlete that you would otherwise really like, when you find out uh, that they disagree with you on a core issue, does, is that... Is that supposed to make you happy? No. It can annoy you, whatever the fuck. But the whole thing about like, he's a bad role model. Don't look to his guidance in other ways. The only reason a football player should be a fucking role model is the way he plays football. Because that's the only thing he's really good at. So he shouldn't be anyone's guiding light in life in any other way. If you want to look for ways he's a piece of shit, you don't need to look into his politics. And for all you fucking crazy Brady defenders, obviously, you can make a case he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't, that's nothing, that's neither here nor there to me though. He just, he, he won seven fucking Super Bowls. That's insane. So he's great. But then also, people like to judge, forgetting anything political, role model, anything. And I never really talk about sports. Not because I hate sports. I actually am a huge baseball fan. I used to pay attention to sports in general when I was younger. But as I got older, I kind of, the only one I really cared about emerged and that was baseball. But this is about football. But obviously every sport is not born the same. Every sport requires a different set of skills and attributes. Speed in one sport doesn't mean or, or if you're fast, you, it can mean you, you're the best in one sport, but it also can not mean shit for other sports. <clears throat> or the tallest, whatever. So people now like to say because Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls, he's now the greatest athlete of all time. That's a myopic way of looking at it. The greatest athlete of all time, first of all, if you're just saying who won the most which isn't the judge of the greatest athlete of all time, but if that's what you're asking, then yeah, Tom Brady won the fucking most. But he's not the fucking greatest athlete of all time. The greatest athlete of all time is someone who is an insane otherworldly athlete. Physical fucking specimen kind of fucking thing. Now, whether that's male or female, whatever we can, whatever sport that's in, we can have that debate. If it's the one that won the most things, I think it would have to be Serena Williams, right? If that's the judge. Because somebody out there in some sports won more things than Tom Brady, so that can't be the fucking measure unless you agree that it is. And if that, but if that's your reason for saying Tom Brady's the best, then you would have to put him at least second to Serena Williams, right? My point isn't that Serena Williams is the greatest athlete of all time. My point is the amount of times you win a thing isn't what determines your athleticism. I would say who comes to mind as a better athlete than Tom Brady? Deion Sanders? Someone who plays like multiple sports exceptionally well. But it's not Tom Brady's a quarterback. Anyway, this is, I don't want to fucking get into sports, but you guys made me do it. Everybody's got their fucking hot Tom Brady takes. Here's the Tom Brady take to end all Tom Brady takes. He's a fucking unbelievable quarterback. 
unbelievably great, all-time great, possibly the best quarterback ever. The end, that's all he is. He's not the greatest athlete of all time. He shouldn't be a fucking role model. And he's not good because he's MAGA, you fucking idiot. I saw some fucking MAGA motherfucker uh, post something where it was like, winner. And then in the winner column, it was Tom Brady and Donald Trump. And loser, it was, uh, fuck, what's the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback name? Fuck. He's like the highest paid athlete. I forget his fucking name. I'm blanking. But it was him and Joe Biden. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) in the loser column is the guy who just won the presidential election and the guy who won the Super Bowl fucking last year. Who, by the way, sorry to say it, is a better athlete than Tom Brady. Better quarterback? I don't know. I'm not a fucking football expert. Probably not, I guess. But... Better athlete? Doesn't take much to look and say, oh yeah, I guy's a better athlete. Step off with all the hot Brady takes. He's just a really great quarterback. That's the end. Don't expect him to be a good person. He's a fucking athlete. He's probably a fucking idiot. Also to take the things that we do know about someone and shine them under a magnifying glass, such as what someone's politics are, is annoying because the truth is they probably suck for so many other reasons too. So why are we focusing on one? Why are we focusing on it at all? Why do we care at all? We shouldn't put that kind of stock, that kind of value in what fucking political thoughts athletes have. Athletes shouldn't be who we look to for political guidance. If that's not fucking unbelievably obvious, I don't know what is. If you like sports and you want to watch sports, watch sports, but remember they're only sports. I mean, honestly, the only time I've ever learned about about an athlete, the only time I've ever learned something about an athlete that made me like them more, this is why you don't like look in, you don't like read uh, uh, like behind the scenes stuff about sports. The further, the further you look into sports, the less you're going to fucking like them. The people who play those sports, I tell you what, 999 of a thousand of them are just like the other ones. Not at the fucking game that they play. They're the best in the fucking world at that. But they always say the same fucking shit. Oh, you know, I want to play hard. Uh, I want to be the best. I just want to thank God. You know, all the same shit, always. They're not known to be interesting people who who live lives of the mind. It's not their fucking job. Why should they do that? They don't have to. Fucking open my Perrier. Sponsor me. Perrier, sponsor me. I don't know, though. We shouldn't expect athletes to be interesting, though. Oh, this is what I'm going to say. The only time I learned something about an athlete, and I know a lot about a lot of athletes, having just been a sports fan in the course of my life, almost never is there something I learned, a detail about an athlete that makes me be like, oh, yeah, fuck, I like that guy now. Or I like her more now because I learned that. Do you know what I mean?
sometimes athletes, when I hear them talk, I get, I get kind of scared because they're just like, I want to win. <laughs> it's just like a fucking, I mean, I know that's your job, but relax, you know? I just want to fucking win. I want to win again this year. I won last year. I want to win again this year. And then I want to win again the next year. And you're just like, what if this guy loses? That's not going to be pretty. And then you remember, oh my God, almost everyone involved in the sport not only loses, almost everyone, but almost all of them are like this fucking guy. They're going to be so mad when they lose. That's fucking upsetting. Relax. I just want to remind those people who are like in the beginning of the season, we're just going to win. We're going to win the championship. I just want to remind them every time they say it's going to be okay if you don't. Okay? It's going to be okay. I want to win! This shit's fucking off-putting. Relax. But the, the one time, the one athlete who I learned something about, maybe like him more, was I remember there was this baseball player named Carl Everett. He had a really fucking sick batting stance. He was on the Mets for a little bit. He was on the Astros for a little bit. He played for a bunch of teams. Uh, and he, he, I remember I was young. Like this isn't that recent. It's kind of like maybe my mid-teens. Uh, it, he became kind of like a lightning rod because he had like crazy ideas. So his, uh, he would be in the news sometimes, sports news. I remember one headline I read when I was a kid was about how he doesn't believe in dinosaurs. And I was like, this guy fucking rules. I mean, every athlete's always like, I just want to thank God. I just want to win. I just want to win and I want to thank God and I want to win. And then when I win, I'm going to thank God and God is great. And when I win, I'll know it is because God gave me the ability and I love my family and I love the city I play in and I love the city where I'm from and I love cities and I love God. I love every kind of God, yours, mine, any kind there ever was, any kind there is now, any kind of God that will be in the future. I love everybody's family. I love every stadium I've ever been to and I love everybody and I've never done anything wrong and I want to win. That's what every athlete always fucking says. Carl Everett was like, I want to win and dinosaurs never existed. Even as a teenager, I was like, wow, that's fucking sick. I don't, obviously I don't agree, but it's fucking cool when someone's like, I'm, this is what I think I'm going to say it. It's not cool that he thinks that I made me like him because you have to, I mean, he knows to step out of line and say something that is at least perceived to be that crazy. He's going to get stomped on and ridiculed and shit on. Now, if what he was saying was offensive to someone, I wouldn't like that. But no, it's not going to offend anyone to be like dinosaurs never existed, except to maybe a fucking paleontologist. But, you know, he knew he was going to get stomped for that. And even as a, when I was that young, I was like, that's cool. That's cool. Because I always hated the stock athlete shit. I just want to thank God for giving me the uh, you know, ability to do this. I want to thank my God and your God. I want to thank my wife. I want to thank your wife. You know? I'm going to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody that is alive. Everybody that was alive. Everybody that is not alive yet. I want to thank you all. Um... And God, let's just play hard and you know, win. Just play, play the game the right way and just want to win. Just like, what? This is somebody behind them hitting buttons, you know? So when someone breaks through that bullshit sort of like cold, ready-made answer and is like... Dinosaurs weren't real, motherfucker. I like it. I like that. Again, not because I think it. But because fucking... That's, sports are entertainment. And that, to me, is entertaining. When I see a guy hit a home run and I can look at him and know he doesn't believe that dinosaurs are real, I don't know. I can't help but like that guy. What do you want from me? What do you fucking want from me? There's a certain kind of crazy person that I genuinely appreciate in the world. First part of the criteria is they can't be a dangerous person. But not believing in dinosaurs never fucking hurt nobody. 
now to wade a little bit into uh, crazy people that do um, hurt people. Before I go, I want to play a little bit of um, some... I mentioned Trump earlier. I, I, I mean, I, and I mentioned what's going on. You probably know about it. It's annoying that he's not president and he's hogging all the news, though I do get it. The, the thing that's going on now, this impeachment thing, it's like, I do I also wish that we, this didn't have to happen? Sure. But it, it, it has to happen. And everyone knows he's going to get acquitted because they don't have a, the, the Democrats don't have enough of a majority to convict him. But everybody fucking knows what happened. Everybody knows he's responsible for the fucking riot. Everybody who understands anything or is at least not lying or, or is not delusional understands what happened. And that's just that. We don't need to fucking rehash anything. If you don't know what's going on by now, you don't even want to know. So I'm not going to tell you. Do you know what I mean? If you don't know by now, if you don't know it by now, you are a big fucking idiot. Ooh. But you don't even want to know, so I'm not going to get into it. But that's what's going on. He's getting impeached now. It's not going to work. He's not going to get convicted. He's going to get acquitted, whatever the fuck you say. But everybody knows he did it. And everyone knows his defense of, it wasn't me, is going to work. And again, he's the only guy that can say that, that can give that advice that Shaggy's trying to give. And in his fucked up world, he actually has every reason to believe that that excuse would work because it's going to work this fucking week. Donald Trump's impeachment defense is straight up Shaggy shit. And that's it. It's just that. It's just, you all saw me do this. You, I know all of you saw me do it. I'm, I'm, you caught me on camera. But it wasn't me. Literally, it's the Shaggy song. They literally caught him on camera. We're going to fight like hell. We're not going to let... This fraud, we're going to march on the, the Capitol, let them know, and da 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 You did it. It was you. It wasn't me. And it's going to work. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? Fucking fuck. Mr. It wasn't me. Every time. Never apologize. Never acknowledge he does anything wrong. It's going to fucking work. Dude, fuck that. Fuck all you people who allow that shit. Fuck that. God. And because the motherfucker, it wasn't me. There's motherfuckers who believe he won. They see wiggle room to get out of the fucking being implicated in anything. Nobody's ever going to fucking acknowledge that he lost now. Nobody. Including this motherfucker. I played this dude before. Uh, Steve uh, Steve Schultz's show. I don't know the name of his show. And even if I did, I wouldn't say it. But he's got a guest. The guest's name is Jeff Jansen. I believe the guy that's talking first is Schultz. Uh, and, but what Jeff says is really fucking something. Uh, as I've talked about the QAnon people, uh, uh, the stop the steal people, people always ask, what's it going to take? When are they going to stop? When are they going to really come to Jesus and know, know, understand how wrong they were and admit it? To themselves and outwardly they're not gonna some will and it's starting to happen and we're seeing it and it's good that's good but there will be many if not most will just keep moving the goalpost keep moving the goalpost i said that many episodes ago i said it many episodes since it's just true the goalpost will be moved i've been banging that drum and it's being moved fucking constantly and in this video it's it's this fucking audio clip rather it's being moved so much. I can't even believe it. Okay, I'm going to play it now. He put his hand in a, there was inauguration. He put his hand in a Bible or a supposed Bible. Someone said it's upside down. I don't know if it was, but they put a hand on a, on a Bible. That's Steve, Schultz, that's Steve Schultz talking about Biden, Biden's inauguration. What a fucking idiot. Anyway, that's not the point. Said the right words. And now people say, okay, now he's our president. Now we have to pray for our president. No, he's not our president. 
he is not, nor will he ever be. And um, this, everybody knows there was a red tidal wave. There was a Red Sea moment. Let me go ahead and say, that is not fucking true. Not everyone knows that. Most people, almost all people know that exactly that is not true. But anyway, I'll keep going. Which is a red tidal wave. And uh, quite frankly, America voted in Donald J. Trump. President Trump is president. Okay. We will be rejoicing in the streets by March, April, May, June. (laughs) You just heard what happens. March, Donald J. Trump. President Trump is president. We will be rejoicing in the streets by March, April, May, June. (laughs) Oh my God. He's literally, he is literally moving the goalposts. As he's moving the goalpost, we will, we will be celebrating. We will be overjoyed. We will be spilling out into the streets. Come March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, 2022, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, 2023, January. Like, dude, you're not even trying. While you're moving the goalposts, in the middle of that goalpost move, you fuck yourself up and move it again. Then you fuck your new self up and move him again. Then you fuck up your third self and move him again. You can't even fucking pick the right fake thing. It's fake. Just stick by the first thing you fucking said. And then when it doesn't happen in March, you can just be like, oh yeah, no, I meant June. Because it won't fucking matter. You'll still be on Steve Schultz's dumb fucking show. Being like, Joe Biden will never be president. Hey, motherfucker, then who is president now? When you say never, is now not included? Do these people anticipate every time they say that, the very next second, they're going to be right? There's no version of what this guy or anybody like him says, there's no uh, generous reading of it. The most generous reading of it is you're mentally ill, which in which case is a, is 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 something um, that I would be concerned about. You seek medical help, talk to a loved one. I don't know, and that that is not something I want to fucking shit on, you know, because I'm sure a lot of these people who believe this shit, there's some kind of mental illness thing going on. I, 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 I just, I can't believe it if that's not the case. But for those not suffering from mental illness who are just fucking absolute dipshit motherfucking idiots like this guy, Jeff Jansen, DJ Jazzy Jansen, fucking whatever. Joe Biden will never be president. Everyone knows Donald Trump won in a red sea. He said red sea, by the way. You're mixing your shit and you're moving the goalpost while you're moving the goalpost. And then you move it again and then you move it again. Not even trying. And you know what? You know why he's not trying? Because nobody who listens to him has held him accountable and said, hey, man, what the fuck are you always wrong for? Or, and furthermore, will you ever be right? Because everybody who listens just wants him to be right that fucking bad. It's just fucking unbelievable.
It wasn't me. So Trump's trial is going on now. He'll be acquitted because nobody fucking ever surprises anyone anymore. Um, so they'll just be, it'll probably be this a pretty straight party line vote, which in which case uh, he would be acquitted. Which I mean, just go away, go away now. You know, just be gone, please. Now, um, I was enjoying not thinking about the president for these last few weeks, for Biden's first few weeks of presidency. Uh, now this fuck is back. Um, I think that's an hour. Yeah, that's an hour. Um, oh, we're restocking this. The 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 Matelier is confused merch store, and that. Has been a long time coming, and I it's either today by the time you hear this or tomorrow it'll be restocked. Today, Tuesday, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and um, yeah, that's that you can get all that shit at mattdelia.com slash store and load up before it goes away. Uh, I believe it's still free shipping on orders over a hundred dollars. So get your shit while you can. All right, uh, I love you all. Stay safe, stay on when you can, um, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay.